Hello and welcome to Conversations Over Easy with Lisa, a podcast that provides a space for us to share ideas and thoughts on topics that are unique, not your average topics of conversation. Sharing ways to improve life, we'll talk about self-care, decision-making processes, how to increase happiness in our lives, our faith, non-judgmental support of others, meditation, breathing exercises, holy reiki, essential oils, and really the ideas and thoughts are endless. Now I've created a Facebook page so you can share your ideas and thoughts for future podcasts. You can request to join Conversations Over Easy with Lisa on Facebook, please. And I am Lisa, host of this podcast. I work full-time, and I have three daughters and three amazing and sweet grandchildren. So I was looking for a place to meet up and share life experiences and what has helped me and what hasn't helped me and those various life experiences. I know we all have so much to share, and now we have the opportunity to open those doors and move forward sharing in love and peace. And today we'll talk about happiness. Ah, happiness. Now, are you living a life of happiness? Is that something to think about, right? When I started thinking about it, I thought, of course, it'll be easy. We know what makes us happy. Then I got into the research and found so many avenues to go down in talking about happiness. So I thought, I'll just go back to basics, start at the beginning. What is the definition of happiness? So I looked into Merriam-Webster Dictionary, and I found this definition of happiness. One is a state of well-being and contentment. Two, a pleasurable or satisfying experience. Oh, the other, the other day I was talking with a friend of mine about this topic, happiness, and she wanted me to share um, with you all that we all need to know unhappiness in order to know what happiness really is. Thank you, Anna. That's, that's perfect. Being sad or unhappy in life is something I think we can easily recognize and easily decide that's not where we want to breathe. We want to be, right? I think some of us are aware that our state of life is, is important. And if we're unhappy, we're going to do something about it. Some of us, though, may get in a rut, feeling unhappy and possibly not knowing how to change it. And now I've had my moments. And thank goodness for being able to recognize it and deciding to take a step towards happiness. Now let's talk about contrast for a minute. That's what Anna was talking about. Experiencing sadness or unhappiness to recognize happiness. It seems that we know we know about contrast, but we don't give it a lot of thought. But how can we appreciate the beauty of light without knowing the dark? In our lives, we learn and we grow from these contrasts. What makes me happy? What makes me sad? In simple terms. And realizing something that I've realized is that we actually, we really do need both sides 
and experience it, the contrast to grow in our lives. I know sometimes it would be so nice. I'd like to think that we could just have a life full of complete happiness always and forever, but that is not life and we need the unhappiness. Anyway, that's contrast. Very good, very good ideas about um, unhappiness and happiness. Now, I found an interesting quote for us by Anne Bradstreet, who wrote, If we had no winter, the spring would not be so pleasant. Anne was the first woman to be recognized as an accomplished New World poet. She immigrated to America from England in 1630. Isn't it amazing that her words can be relatable today? It's my hope that with the information that we share today, we'll be thankful for every sad or unhappy moment, recognizing the contrast, and we'll appreciate how we made our way from one difficult place to the happy place. I have to laugh because that reminds me of that uh, show called The Happy Place with Ted Danson and Kristen Bell. It was such a unique, and it was a funny show. I think it might be on Netflix or something, but The Happy Place, fun show. What makes me happy is different than what makes you happy or what makes you happy. That's the other thing about happiness. It's not easy to define for everyone. Here we are with all of our beautiful, unique qualities, God-given specialness for sure. How lovely to be living in a world where we respect our differences and appreciate the amazing tapestry that's being created in this life with each of us a different thread running through that tapestry. I think it's a beautiful picture. Now, I went to the Bible to get some support and some insight into our uniqueness as human beings. I found in Ephesians 2, verse 10, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Then in John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In these verses, I can imagine all of creation being spoken into existence. It's uh, awe-inspiring to think about it. Now, there is actually a a bit of research out there, as I was trying to get some things pulled together for happiness, and I found it in a website called happiness.com. But before we go on to that, I wanted to say that there's a lot of information out there and you all can find, if you don't like happiness.com, you find your place, you find anything that, that resonates with you. And that's, that's perfect. But talking about happiness or unhappiness, 
I know that sometimes we may get stuck and, and possibly not actually remember what makes us happy. You, we can spend a lot of time in that unhappy space and all of a sudden there's no light and you can't even imagine or remember what that light is. And we might even go to extremes and let that sadness overtake our lives. And then depression sets in. And did you know that being unhappy can bring about physical symptoms? Headaches, backaches, stomach ache, joint pains. Again, there's that mind-body connection. So, again, happiness.com, and I'll share you, share with you some points that they had on their uh, site, and I thought they would be helpful for each for us today to talk about. First of all, the first one is take care of your body. There's an enormous amount of research, right, that shows exercise is a key to happiness and well-being. And there's a Yale study that also says exercise is more important to our mental health than money, which is interesting because I think sometimes we humans get that uh, backwards, a little misunderstanding. But I do know that I feel better in myself. I am more happy after I have walked, after I've stretched, done exercises, or even, you know, eating healthy foods. I feel a lot better after I've had a nice salad than after I've had a couple pieces of cake or pie. The second one is practice mindfulness. Now, research has shown that we are happiness happiest when we focus on the present moment and less happy when our mind is wandering. Now, I'm raising my hand. Anyone else have a mind that wanders? I do. Mindfulness is just being in a state of awareness, being intentionally present with complete acceptance. Studies have shown that practicing mindfulness reduces our stress levels and also activates the part of our brain relating to feeling good. I think this mindfulness includes our prayer time and meditation time. It's a time to be present, right? Allowing those words that might flow into your mind, they can flow right out of your mind. Don't hold on to them. And I would also say not to worry that you have thoughts coming through. I used to think that I should be able to stop those thoughts from coming through. And that was something for me to recognize and realize that it's okay. Nobody really stops those words from coming. But what you do is you see them and you let them go. You recognize it and there it is. They're gone. Don't get stuck getting frustrated with, oh, my mind just doesn't stop wandering. And also give yourself a bit of grace. One of the other topics they suggested was learning a new skill. You can learn a new skill or practice an existing skill that uh, can provide greater happiness more often. The interesting thing is that, you know, learning a new skill, you might be a little bit more stressed at the beginning, but as you work on that new skill, you get better and better. You have a feeling of accomplishment or even a skill that you already have and you just 
work on it and get a little bit better each time. Practice makes perfect. You'll there's a sense of happiness and accomplishment, and there is a, a feeling of contentment, right? Happiness. Another topic or another idea they shared was practice acts of kindness. It's interesting to realize that practicing random acts of kindness is not just helpful to others, but there's a benefit to us. I know that I feel so good when I'm able to help someone or be a support somehow. And there's a connection in our brains linked to trust, social connections, and enjoyment. So kindness is another key for happiness. Another key is meaningful connections. Relationships are so important in our lives. We are social beings, right? And how nice is it when you have your group to hang out with or your best friend to sit and talk over dinner with? There's trust there, support, and a sense of belonging. Having good connections is key to happiness. Friendships, family members, co-workers, they can all play an important part in our meaningful connections, in our lives. But relationships do take effort too, right? I have to remember to take time for those friendships and not let them fizzle out. I am sure we've all been blessed with amazing friends over the years. And the help, the support they provide, the encouragement is wonderful. Of course, it's not always been easy for myself. I think once I started finding myself, my friendships and connections changed. And I also ended up understanding that old saying that some friends are with you for a season. And that's, that's okay. Now, in all this thinking about happiness, a topic I thought was going to be easy to talk about, I appreciated that happiness.com site. Those points are help, helpful for sure. The one idea that flows through it all, I think, is the knowledge that happiness doesn't come from money, things, or actually the people, right? It's something we do or we think on that makes us happy. Robert Emmons, a psychologist and professor at UC Davis, did research on personality, emotion, and religion, had some interesting thoughts. He did share this little bit of information that our views of happiness and what brings happiness evolves as we age. So in our early years and young adult life, we focus on happiness through friends, objects, and money, which I can agree with. I think back then I was most happy when I was with my friends, um, or if I could make some money to buy something or whatever it was I needed. Middle age, we go looking for happiness in money and relationships, similar to our younger years. But the money part could be in relation to our growing responsibilities. What do you think? I think in the middle age, we're, we're working. We're trying to move up the ladder. We may have a family, a house, all those bills. Money was important. Then, as we get older, we focus more on personal peace and long-lasting relationships. Interesting, right? 
All this has me thinking a little bit more about where I am today. So grateful for all the stages of life I've experienced because they brought me here today. I don't know if you know who Dale Carnegie is. He was an American writer, developer of self-help or self-improvement courses, public speaking, and he wrote in his book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It isn't what you have or who you are or where you are or what you are doing that makes you happy or unhappy. It is what you think about it. So as for happiness, it seems that there is no final say as to what will make us happy. We're all so unique, so different, and different things make us happy. Now think about the things that make you happiest. Are they physical, tangible things? I was thinking about it and I thought, you know, I do love a good gelato. But I think I'm the most happiest when I'm with my family, my husband, my daughters and grandchildren. I believe there are many things that can make us happy and give us those happy moments. And there may be some things that provide us with a deeper, complete feeling of happiness. Now, another saying from Richard Daly, happiness is a product of attitude and thought. It comes from you, not to you. Richard Daly is an author of many books, but he actually started out as a missionary and then became a full-time minister. I loved that statement, that happiness is not always something you can physically touch or see. It's in the way you think about something. It's in our thoughts. So just kind of going through a few more points We are each created unique and special. No two of us are alike. I realize, I recognize, I hope we all do, that that is perfect and fine. And you can be yourself regardless of anyone else. Anyone else thinks differently, that's fine, that's them. Take care of yourself and provide that same compassion and kindness and appreciation to everyone else. No judgment, right? but just walking alongside each other. What about being content with where you are in life today? Being present and appreciative. And if you find that you're not in that place, maybe take some time alone and think and pray. Find your center and look in the mirror and give thanks to the one who created you. And then also you can take a peek at happiness.com. Allow yourself to be the unique and amazing person that you are created to be and find that place of well-being and contentment, happiness. Now, I hope this has been helpful somewhat. It's an eye-opener for me, for sure. Thinking happiness was such an easy thing to talk about. And after doing some research, it was really clear there's so much more to it. I know that we can be happy at events or happy with gifts that we get, but we've gone a little bit deeper and we know that there's happiness is a lot deeper than the surface presence and it's long lasting. What are your thoughts on what we've talked about today? Is there anything you want to add or 
thoughts you want to share. Again, I wanted to remind you I have created a Facebook page called Conversations Over Easy with Lisa. And I'd love to have you all join and we can share our thoughts and feelings on the topics. And I do want to ask for um, kindness and respect on the Facebook page. But I believe that we all will do that anyway. But I just want to put it out there. Oh, I look forward to sharing some information next time on the importance of the vibration of words and sound. And then along with that, more on Holy Reiki. So until next time, I wish you all the happiness in the world.